What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good! Fun Friday, Flex Friday, Freaking Friday, Freaking Friday, Fry, Fried Fish, Day, Day, Fried Day. <laughs> and hey, welcome to our show, you guys. Today we have a very special guest, a dear friend of ours, Connor Snyder, who is the co-founder of Biz Growth Marketing. The marketing expert enjoys hiking the mountains surrounding his home in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, He enjoys philosophy and finding opportunities to brush up on his Mandarin. How do you say Happy Friday in Mandarin? (laughs) Happy Friday. Did I do good? Yeah, that's perfect. Yes, native speaker right here. And you guys, today we're going to be talking about um, all things social media and content creation as a tool to spread your message so that you can make a bigger impact on the world. So let's begin by talking about like, how did you get into marketing? Oh, snap. All right. How did I get into marketing? So it was a couple of years ago that I was, I mean, I've always been a very techie person. Mm-hmm. A little bit nerdy, a little. I always play on the commute computer when I was a little kid. Right? Automate life. Yeah, I want to automate life. You know, <laughs> like the amount of viruses I put on my parents' computer growing up is honestly insane. This may have a virus. Download it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Full send always. Um, yeah. So when I was in college, I was really into blogging and content creation. Um, I grew up Mormon and that this was part of like my <laughs> Mormonism was yeah. evangelizing Mormonism through this blog and this content creation stuff. And uh, I was doing that for a while. And then, yeah, that's where I really got started doing things on Facebook and understanding tracking and audience building and how do you create content that your audience is looking for, right? And how do you go and understand your community and, and listen to your community and, and build content where you're all kind of growing together. So yeah, that's where I got my marketing start. So let's talk a little bit about Mormonism. Let's like do it. every <laughs> every time we hang out at like I, I want to talk about Mormonism because I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued with different cultures. And what is Mormonism all about? Wow. Oof, you're asking a big <laughs> question. I need to get deeper into my coffee. <laughs> that's why I gave you a double yeah. shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean that that's a that's a really big question for me personally you know like what is what is mormonism to me as mm-hmm. someone that it doesn't consider themselves mormon in a religious sense anymore but very much grew up in that culture and it influenced me and kind of defined the way i think for me mormonism is how do you progress as a human being mm-hmm. how do you improve yourself and reach the fullest level of your potential something that's kind of unique to mormon theology uh-huh. is this idea that 
as God is, or as man is, God once was, and as God is, man may become. Okay, say it again. Yeah. As man uh-huh. is, God once was, uh-huh. and as God is, man may become. We were talking about that just the other day. Huh? Legit. Yeah. And and that's a, that's something that one of the founders of Mormonism said. And and it's kind of a core belief of Mormons is that, you know, a lot of people will kind of poke fun at them and be like, you all think you can become God one day? But it's this idea of, you know, the journey to perfection is is a journey and it's a long one that every single person can reach this level of perfection if they put in the work and make the choices that it requires to get there, right? And so, um, yeah, I think we can talk about what is Mormonism. To me, that's what Mormonism is. I love it. I love it. We were so. getting, like, we were getting real deep. We were listening to a podcast and we were like, just thinking about like, are we God? Like, are we our own gods? Like, because there's so much proof in being able to create your own reality, yes. being able to think and act your way into what is your best life? Yep. What do you want your life to look like? And if we are creators of that life, mm-hmm. is that not what everybody perceives as what God was responsible for? I'm, I'm just standing here drinking. Absolutely. Like <laughs> the, the way, the way I see it, like if you come from a Christian background, Jesus says at one point, like, no, you not the kingdom of God is within you. And in my mind, I take that I as, mean, yeah, Jesus became that. Right. Like we, we all have the ability and this is kind of my interest in existential philosophy is life is defined by our choices. Meaning for me is found in our choices. Mm-hmm. There's a really great um, existential philosopher. Her name is Simone de Beauvoir. Highly recommend reading anything she's written. Simone de Beauvoir. Yeah. Do you know her on a personal basis? No, I wish. So okay. she was born in the early 20th century. <laughs> <laughs> so no. I'm but, like, I want to have her on espresso. Yeah. Have you met Aristotle? <laughs> yeah, Aristotle, <laughs> being her tight, absolute homie. No, um, she was she was actually like a one of the initial feminist philosophers, and she also did a ton about existential philosophy. And her whole thing is like, you decide what your life is, you choose. And when you, I don't know if anyone else has dealt with this. I'd be curious to know if y'all have ever had like existential dread, where you're just sitting there like, what is the meaning of life? Like, what is my purpose? What does any of this mean? Why am I here? Is that ever? I totally had that. We do. I think yeah. we do all the time. Yeah. Are we talking about me? Uh, yeah, okay. Media? What, so oh, sorry. Yes, are, we, are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, totally took a turn. This, is, this is how our conversations always go with Connor, by the way. It's amazing because it goes so much deeper than just surface level conversation. How are you? Good. How about you? I'm good. too. great. <laughs> like, it makes you think. I love conversations where you have to think. So I hope you guys are enjoying this. I want to see in the comments, like, what are, like, how are you guys feeling this anyways? We're going to go whatever direction. They're saying me. Yes, I do. What are, what are you guys saying? Yes, I do too. Oh, have, have you ever had that? I'm like, yeah. I'm moving so fast. Like, um, okay. So basically, you know, you were a part of a community, mm-hmm. Mormonism, mm-hmm. and basically through a blog, like the purpose of you getting into marketing was to spread the word. Yeah, <laughs> Mormonism, which it was, is, which yeah. is incredible, and this is how you learned Mandarin as well, right? Yeah, I was, I did a Mormon mission. If you seen Book Mormon musical, that was me. Wait, I haven't actually <laughs> okay, seen it. Yeah. I, I, we need to though. You need We've to. Talked about you need this. to. Yeah, but I was in California, and I was working with immigrants that immigrated here from China, 
Um, yep. So that's what I was doing. And yeah, I mean, the blog, you know, using that as like a, as a marketing, you know, tool, really. I mean, what is marketing, right? Like marketing. To that's your my point. next question. Oh, I'm, I'm beating you to the punch. That's cool. What is marketing? <laughs> well, I think that marketing is a lot more about what you're talking about rather than the process of it, right? Like if you want to be a marketer, you need to understand the process and the tools. But I think if you are someone that's starting a business or just has a strong belief about something, Marketing is just the way you talk about that, right? Mm -hmm. Like you market yourself, you have a personal brand. Right. And these things are ultimately functions of what are you doing and how important is it to you? There's this really funny graphic. Y'all played Super Mario before, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. we all know Super Mario. So <laughs> there's this funny graphic where there's Mario and he's just sitting like, you know, in this little pixel and Mario. Little yeah, and then you've got a little uh, fire flower, right? You got the fire flower that gets you that upgrade, start throwing fires at the bad guys. And then the raccoon tail? Yeah, right. You got the raccoon tail, you got all that. Well, then they've got the Mar a picture of Mario that's like all leveled up with his like white suit so he can throw the fire flowers. And the point of the graphic was, you know, when you're marketing, you're not selling the fire flower. You're selling the version of Mario that can shoot the fireballs. See yeah, what I'm saying? The and power within. The power within. And 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 the end result, right? Like when I'm talking about Mormonism, I'm not trying to market my blog. Yeah. Right. When I was doing that, I'm marketing, like improving yourself and being more spiritual. Right. And yeah, it, it, like when you're thinking about marketing for yourself, what's the end result of the whole thing you're trying to talk about? Mm -hmm. So I also want to bring it around. Like, you know, a lot of our community is not, you know, wouldn't consider themselves somebody who needs to do marketing. Mm -hmm. But I mean, in my own thought, marketing is something that we just are doing regular. If it's what you're talking about, then every single day you're marketing something. Mm -hmm. Anytime you're talking about something you saw, something you liked, every time you share, every time you guys share one of our videos or one of our episodes or, um, you know, our group, you're marketing something that you believe in, that you want to share with people, that you think can help people. And so, you know, I, I want you guys to think not just of marketing as like, ah, this is just a conversation for people who are in business or you're not a businessman, you're a business man. Mm -hmm. You know, and so if you want to be successful in life, we always say like, you need to learn how to sell you need, and whatever that is yourself, your product, whatever company you work for, whatever product they sell, you've got to be able to sell uh, an irate customer into, um, you know, a more calm state. You've got to, all of this is an irate puppy into a <laughs> calm state. All of this directly reflects the, the level of success you'll have in anything in life. So when we talk about marketing, I want you guys to like figure out like, how do I use this conversation to benefit in my own life with where I'm at and where I'm trying to go? Yeah. So from your own experience, knowing what you do as a profession and what you know about marketing, that's where my, what my next question is, is considering we're in the 21st century now, who do you believe marketing is for? Everybody. Everybody. And, and I think there's a fundamental shift happening in the economy right now. Like independent content creators mm -hmm. are going to be driving the future. And we all kind of are content, create, content creators in our own way. I can see a world where our resumes are less important than what we're posting on LinkedIn. Yeah, you know, I know that job. for us, it definitely is. Right. And if, if you want an advantage when you're trying to find a job, start posting stuff about what you know on LinkedIn. 
Yep. Like guarantee you that's going to make a huge difference in what you can find. And it's because people, you, the proof of doing something is so much stronger than just writing it down on a piece of paper, right? Hey, I can do this. Show me. Yep. Show me. And, and we can all show the things we're doing and it doesn't even necessarily be, need to be work related. It's, we can show our values. We can show the things we care about, the people we want to be around. You know, I, I talked to a lot of friends that are like, man, COVID left me in this weird place with my friendships and relationships. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've kind of grown out of that and grown past that. You know, talk about the things you're thinking about, you know, share those things. You'll attract like-minded people and you'll, and you'll market, yeah. you know, the new community. Mm -hmm. I want to bring up something that is sometimes taboo. And I want to know from you guys, who has seen... Any, who saw any of the ads for the Raw Transformation Program? Or who saw any of the ads for the TKC and joined it? I want to see in the comments. Like, who saw any of those advertisements, those sponsored posts from Facebook or from Instagram? Oh, no. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. Um, <laughs> who, like, who saw those? Okay, Mel, me. I know there's more of you guys. There was like 6,700 people. Heidi. Jody, Patricia, Jody. were any of you mad that you saw those and it got you to like opt in to something? This dude put those out into the world for you to see. That's marketing. But because of that, we were able to make a transformation in you. Because of that, we were able to help you. Because of that, we were able to help you to see things that were in your way, holding you back from what you wanted to achieve. Marketing is so beneficial when the intention behind the marketing is purposeful and helpful to the person that's being marketed to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is a disservice to the people that you have an influence over to not market something that can help them. Like you are selling everybody short and yourself if you are not marketing something that you know can help, can inspire, can move somebody, can, can um, evoke thought in somebody else. All of these things are beautiful. And I think related to that, if you don't like marketing or selling something, maybe it's not an issue of you don't like marketing or sales, but you don't like the offering. Right? Yeah. Maybe you don't yeah. believe it can actually help people. Yeah. I think that's a good check-in too when you're feeling that kind of resistance of like, yeah. I know I've had clients that have come to me and been like, you know, help me market this. And I've been like, I feel icky about this. I yeah. don't feel like I can go and, and, and put my name to this, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm um, contributing to something I don't believe in. Exactly. Dirty. Yeah. And so, you know, we have to figure out where do we stand for those things too. Yeah. So that way we're not, we want to feel that way. How you feel about helping your community and the like benefits and results that everyone sees. I mean, who yeah. doesn't want to be part of that, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Or if, you know, a lot of people have been cheated. A mm -hmm. lot of people have been deceived. Mm -hmm. They've been marketed by snaky people with snaky products or yeah. fake, you know, solutions. And so there's a certain level of distrust or skepticism that we have coming into certain scenarios. So we, it's easy to believe, oh, if I'm marketing something, somebody on the receiving end is going to feel like I'm trying to trick them just because mm -hmm. of that's how our experience has been. And so you really like, that's where it's a matter of digging deep and being like, I, I really have a solution that can help somebody, you know, I'm the bad guy mm -hmm. if I don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that marketing is, you know, just putting a message out there. That's what marketing is. But, you know, I think the reason why society is so schemed with marketing is because most people probably had a bad experience 
and they think that marketing means that, you know, um, some 20 year old genius who is like a multi-billionaire driving a Lamborghini who is a total fuck boy is just like going to take your money and go get another car. You yeah. know, like I feel yeah. like that's what the concept of marketing is in new age. Um, but really like marketing is for everybody and you know, you should, um, want to become a marketer because you are a marketer, whether you like it or not. Um, and I think that it's the ones who normally don't market themselves should because your message matters. And when you don't share your message with the world, what's actually happening is you're letting those people who have the false messages take over. And I think that that's why so many people are so scared of social media. Um, or the trolls. Yeah. If I present this message that I believe in and somebody has something mean to say, like there, I'm, I'm in full belief and this is how I can overcome now like negative comments or <laughs> you posted something the other day. And yes, like, let's, talk, up with let's talk about it. Your Nobody knows like this. this. Yeah, let's, I want to, I want to talk about the story of, you know, so I posted, you know, like a photo of my body because I'm like, you know, like, I don't really post photos of my body anymore because I care more about my message, but it's like, you know, it's still when inspiring. I'm like, when I'm like half naked, I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to inspire people, right? <laughs> like that's probably why they want to join our community. But anyways, I didn't shave my armpits in like two days. What? So one of the dudes was like, shave, shave it, it. Please. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm glad that our community is seeing that like we, we get hate because we get a lot of hate and, and that's okay. I pay no attention to it, but I'm like, what that stupid little fuck boy didn't know <laughs> is that the day before I actually went running for a long distance and I got chafing in my skin and I'm like, no, I'm not going to fucking shave my armpits because that shit hurt and I feel confident anyways. Um, but the point is like, yeah. you know, some people don't put their positive, good message out there because there are people I believe who their sole purpose to be on social media is to try to bring other people down. Mm -hmm. I really believe that there are, we call them trolls. They're, they are there because, and they have nothing better to the do. Only, with their life. The only yeah. thing that I hope for those people is they find some kind of happiness that brings them true happiness, some okay. kind of activity. We, that brings them true joy because it, right now it's, it's as though like they're trying to fulfill a void that they have by bringing people into um, the misery loves company, you know? So when I see those, I just remind myself of that. Like they are here to, that's their job. Their job is to hate people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that might not be the truth, but like, if I tell myself that, then it just goes away. I'm like, it's going to happen no matter what. So some people might be afraid to share their message yes. because that does happen. Yep. It happens. Mm -hmm. and, and, I mean, sorry. I think I just, it's easy to get defeated. Yeah, it is. And I think one thing that helps me is to understand that as humans, our brains are wired to look for problems. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. That's what helps us to survive. Right. That's what helps us to survive. We are wired to find problems. And some people, when they find problems, rather than looking for a way to fix the problem, just like to point out the perceived problem, yeah. right? And those mm -hmm. are the trolls. Like they just 
They're not solution yes. oriented. They're not interested in making anything better. 100%. They just want to point and say, this is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. This, this is, is wrong. Yes. I think the best troll comment that you got was about this dude calling you a man. Is that a, is that a guy or the, a the little 13 year old boy. And he's like, uh, I am God. <laughs> he knows already. <laughs> yeah, he, he's ahead of the game. He's ahead of the game. Maybe he's done something. Yeah. He said something about like, are you a dude or a chick? And I was like, I was like, I, I don't know what I said. I was like, um, both or something. I don't know. I, I like to comment sometimes so that they have no idea what to say. Oh, yeah, totally. yep. <laughs> um, and so he was like, Whoa, I didn't think I was right. I was like, cause you were trying to be an asshole. Mm -hmm. That's why you didn't think you were right. Right. And he was like, I'm God. Bye-bye. <laughs> it just, you know, when you can like make light of it and just understand like this person is going through something and it has absolutely nothing to do with me. Yeah. I know at the end of the day, my intentions and I know the community that we are bringing help to. There is no reason why I need to let something like, um, take away a positive energy that is filling me yeah. in that mm -hmm. moment. Yep. I, you know, the strangers and the trolls that bring the negativity, those people are always, you know, bad, but you can kind of write them off. I think the thing that sometimes is harder is the people that are close to us, that mm, we start posting yes. things, we start doing things differently. And all of a sudden it's so true. Like the friend that you thought was super reliable says some shady thing, or you go out and meet yeah. with your friends and someone says something about something that you posted. And I think especially yeah. when people are first starting to get comfortable in this new mindset in their skin and they start posting things that are showing that the life they're proud of and yes. things they care about, it's scary to yeah. like feel like that's on display, right? And you have to make decisions about how much do I want to have my life be public or private? Yeah. And then if I'm going to live my life publicly, how much am I going to let the people close to me get in my head? Because yeah. you have to make the decision. Yeah that I'm going to be authentic and not let those people get into your head either. Yeah. I, like how many of you guys have, this happens all the time in our community with weight loss where one of them, my clients messaged me two days ago. It's like, I posted about the community, um, build your challenge. And she's like, guess I need to start looking for new friends. I'm like, yeah, you should have. Yeah. They're like, they're like, if I want help, I'll go, I'll go pay for a therapist. No, thank you. Okay, great. How many of you think that we're kind of like therapy for you? You don't even have to pay double amount weight loss and therapy. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. So, you know, I, I genuinely feel sad for people like that though, because it's like, you are literally blocking yourself from something that can be so helpful for you because you're so stubborn and you're so, I don't know what, what's in the way, but you know, our, people in our community will, will start losing weight. They'll start feeling really good about themselves. Same thing. You post about it. It's vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You're putting yourself out in the open vulnerability and it takes courage mm -hmm. and people in your family, moms, sisters, brothers, whoever, you know, um, I think you're getting too skinny. Aren't you taking this a little bit far? Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And they start inserting their, but are opinion. you trying to be like those girls? Did they turn you gay? Yeah. <laughs> It's happened. It's happened. Hmm. It's happened. It's, it's because you're hanging out with those girls. No, I'm hanging out with them because something about them I see in myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like you think about it's like you gravitate towards the people. Any person you see is holding up a mirror. 
And if you can see yourself in that mirror, you walk into the magic mirror, mm -hmm. right? You're drawn to them. You mm -hmm. go into it because something you see in yourself, you just don't know what it is maybe necessarily at the moment. Agree with that 10,000%. There's a philosopher that said that, that people are a mirror, <laughs> right? Okay. People, yeah, people are a mirror and we see ourselves more clearly by being with other people. And you, you step into that magic mirror and like, you know someone and you know yourself better. And that's the whole important, like importance of community and having a strong community, right? Like you don't, you don't really understand yourself just by like going into the mountains and like pitching a tent and just, right. you know, living in isolation. You understand yourself by spending time with other people, right? People that challenge you and push you and make you think differently and try things differently. Every time we have a conversation, I think different thoughts than I've ever had before. Like every time we talk with Connor, <laughs> well, it's diff like thoughts. That because we're had. all growing. It, yeah. It's like the conversation is like, Hey, but what about this? Hey, did you think about this? And it's like, Oh my God, now that you say that, I think about this. And it's like, I get goosebumps all the time. Well, I mean, that's how I feel spending time with y'all. And I'm sure everyone in your community can attest this too. I feel elevated and like it being with you is refreshing. Right, it's like jumping in the ocean. Like this is this is which ocean? Um, well, Atlantic now, right? Atlantic is is, is East Coast best the coast now. One? Yeah, East Coast, East Coast, East Coast, East Coast, East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, East Coast, East Coast. All right. Yeah, I mean, like spending time with y'all, I felt like terminally chill. Like uh, it's just terminally chill. chill. That's yeah. I, that's chill a good band name. Right. We should start a band. Yeah, called terminally chill. Did you see the right setup over there? No, I'll be the DJ. Oh, shit. All right, what are we doing after it's okay. present? Can you rap? I mean, I can, you know, I've listened to <laughs> rap, some rap, rap in my life. I've listened to Eminem, so probably. <laughs> Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Um, let's talk a little bit about social media. I want to I wanna yeah. give them, like, dive a little bit into, like, more mechanical things. So, like, yeah. what platforms are out there? Um, which ones are your favorite with regards to spreading a message? Okay, with spreading a message. So... Let's talk about algorithms because people drop the word algorithm Ooh, all the time. Let's do it. Yeah, the trolls and, yeah. are good for the algorithm. Yeah, and, and what is an algorithm? An algorithm is simply a mathematical tool to give people um, or to, to give recommendations, right? And so a social media algorithm is going to take a bunch of different factors, run them through these formulas that the social media companies have, and then recommend content to you. And so understanding that each platform has its own recommendation process mm. and prioritizes certain types of recommendations to you is important to being both a knowledgeable consumer and then also getting your message out, right? So places where right now you get a lot of organic reach. So there's two kinds of reach on social media. There's organic reach, which means I post it and without spending any money, people will see this content. And then there's also paid reach, which is I pay money and then I reach this amount of people. And each platform rewards different types of reach differently. So right now on TikTok, for example, organic reach is very easy to get because of the way the algorithm works. How TikTok works is they'll take your video you upload and someone else's video that they upload and they'll show those two videos to the same person. And if that person watches one video more than the other video, they'll put that video in front of more people. And as long as that video keeps winning, uh, it will continue to recommend it to more and more people, right? So if you want to do, that's also how Instagram reels work as well. 
Reels just copy what TikTok's doing. And so if you scroll through Reels, that's what's happening is they're showing you videos and trying to figure out what the winner is. So sometimes you'll see a video that's got 30,000 likes and then you'll see one that has like 10. And you'll be like, how did I even stumble across this one? And it's because it's trying to figure out what these winners are that should be elevated. Oh. Um, so if I was starting out and wanting to just get my message out, I would say TikTok, Instagram Reels, and LinkedIn. LinkedIn also has a ton, a ton of organic reach right now um, because most people think about it like, oh, this is where I just go to like add my resume and connect with old coworkers. But in the last year or two, they've made it a lot more like Facebook. People post status updates and videos and pictures. And so there's more people on the platform than there are people making content for the platform. And so if you're making content there, they're going to, it's going to get seen by a lot more people. It's a supply and demand thing. Facebook, on the other hand, it's a lot slower. There's a lot more people on it. There's a lot more people making content for it. And so you've got to throw some money behind your content typically for it to get seen. You can do that really cheap though and get your message out there. So that's a little tech. I don't know if you got any hey, questions. We have, a good, we have a good question right here though. Yeah. From uh, Patricia, do they know if you pause scrolling to watch a video, but you don't click on it? Yes. So the metrics that you would look for there are impressions. So if that shows up in your feed, that would be an impression. If you watch the video, that would mean that you're watching, there's a video watched and they track things like watch percentage too. Like how much of this video, like how, if this video is three minutes and somebody watched one minute, they watched 33% of the video. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So those are all things that Facebook tracks and that marketers like myself can get insights into to then build campaigns to retarget you with. There was a, a documentary. I never know if to call something a documentary or a movie because yeah. I don't know which side it's really trying to sway. Yeah. Unless it's fully equal on both ends, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like the like I call Game Changers a movie because it was very much like you need to be a vegan and here's why <laughs> right. protein is bad um, or animal protein is bad. But the social dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. Social dilemma. I was watching that and I just was kept shaking my head and being like, you don't understand though. Like they're making this look so bad. Yeah, but it's really like the people who have bad intentions. Yes, mm -hmm. it's shady, mm -hmm. but we all know those people exist. It is our responsibility as a consumer mm -hmm. to know whether something is good for us or not good for us. Mm -hmm. And we need to do our due diligence in figuring that out. Now, for the people who are well-intended and want to help, we can really use these metrics and this data in analyzing all this information to help get the message in front of the right people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and so it's like the social dilemma made it look so bad like they're looking at you know how much of the video you watched and they're mm -hmm. looking at what links you clicked on and what websites you visited yeah because if somebody's visiting lamborghini websites and like you know hot chicks on the beach they're probably not my client why would i want to show them my message yep absolutely you know so i need this information because otherwise i'm just like like throwing darts, not even knowing which direction I'm standing, mm -hmm. yep. you know? Yep. And, and I agree with that. I, I think that there's a lot of small businesses that really rely on that accurate tracking and that data. Right. It's really useful for them. The flip side of it is all the stuff that happened with Cambridge Analytica, right? They, yeah. they ran surveys that psychologically profile people, collected that data. Oh, and then, for the election. Right? Yeah, for the election. And so, you know, the, there's, there's the reality in my mind is we're in a new world. Like, Yep. We are in unprecedented times. And there's an, there's actually a case right now at the Supreme Court where they're talking about um, a girl who's in school, like a high schooler. Mm -hmm. And she went on Snapchat. She posted a video saying she, I think she auditioned for like the cheer squad and like lost. 
or didn't get accepted onto the squad. And she made a video like, fuck the school, fuck the coaches, fuck the whole cheer team. They're all pieces of shit and all this. And the school was trying to punish her, but she filmed the Snapchat off campus, right? So like everyone in the school saw it, but also she wasn't on school property. She wasn't talking. And the old paradigms of how we like think about these things, they don't always like fit neatly into the new world we're in. And so I think part of what we have to have too is just patience and understanding about how this stuff plays out, right? There's not going to be easy answers. And, you know, the social dilemma, I think it brings up a lot of good, like, problems. But at the same time, like, these tools have changed the world in a lot of good ways, yeah, yeah. right? And, like, we can't discount that and we can't let um, the fear of the unknown stop us from embracing all the possibilities of the future. Right, right. So, you know, while we're talking about the fear, the fear of the unknown, I mean, we're super grateful for social media. If it wasn't for social media, like we wouldn't be able to do this right now, right? Like this is how we came in contact with each and every one of you. Um, and I would say that, you know, both your guys' as well as our lives got enriched because like for us, this is all about a relationship. But, you know, I also know that, um, and I've heard it from a lot of my clients too, that, you know, they got to a point where, like there was a troll that was either like trying to like hijack them on Facebook or something. And they're like, I'm going to go off of Facebook or whatever. When in fact, it's like when like for any of our coaching programs, like those Facebook groups, like you need, you need, you just need to make it a point to, to engage in there because it's going to add so much fuel to your fire. But like if there was kind of like a consumer condom, strategy <laughs> yeah well like so knowing what you know like what like mm-hmm. um you know like how would you wrap it up totally okay so first understand that these social media platforms are free in the sense that you don't pay to use them but you are the product what you do on those platforms is how they monetize the platforms and so if you're using the platform for free first understand that by not paying for it like that's the, the exchange you're having Right. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's important to understand it. So you can understand when you see content in your feed, why you're seeing it. There was a company that actually <laughs> you could go on and say, you know, I, um, I want to, uh, you know, have my girlfriend, uh, marry me. I like, she, she's not sure she wants to get married. So I want you to target her with an ad campaign. That's going to put articles in front of her about, you know, why you should get married and what, what, like the importance of not putting off your marriage and like all of these things. Right. And that's sleazy, right. But that's scary. And so understanding that what you see in your feed is, is both the, it isn't always determined by what you do is important, especially on those posts that say sponsored. So make sure when you look for posts, you see sponsored, look at that and understand there's ad dollars behind that targeting you. And, and that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's just be knowledgeable about what you're consuming, right? Because you can see ads from raw transformation. You're like, this is exactly for me, but you could also see an article and you're like, why is someone putting this in front of me? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing you should think about too is social media because it's an algorithm. Mm -hmm. You get more of what you ask for. Yeah. Right. Like what you click on, what you watch. Yeah. You're watching all them cat videos. No wonder more cat videos are showing up. Exactly. Actually. (laughs) And yes, you got to make sure like if you're going to see your feed and like, man, this feels negative. Everyone was so critical. I've like, I know I used to have a ton of like, take responsibility, take responsibility, go and unfollow all the politics accounts. If you're sick of people talking about politics, right? Like 
If you're sick of people dissing on this or that, go unfollow those people. Go engage with stuff that makes you feel your best and makes you feel positive. Because I know I've done that before. I like have stopped and looked at my Instagram and be like, wow, like everyone on here is really superficial and negative. So I went unfollowed a bunch of people, followed a bunch of uplifting, funny stuff. And now it's like, it's, it's, it's such a difference, such a difference. I think a huge contributor to that was like all of the riots and all of the, you know, looting and all of this, like just every, all the madness that happened. It's so interesting Mm -hmm. in one way or another that like we're compelled to click and watch like, wow, just because it's crazy. We're like, wow, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. And something in us like somehow loves chaos in some way. Yes. So we want to watch, but then what happens is now you get more of that stuff and it's, it's not exactly what you would want to be watching or consuming, but because you were intrigued by the thing, now you get more stuff that falls under that kind of category. Um, yeah, a lot of this is like take, just taking personal responsibility. The girl that like, fuck the school, fuck the whatever. I'm like, sounds like you need to fucking take ownership. Totally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, ask yourself, why didn't you make it? What mm-hmm. could I have done better? What am I responsible? It's just, when you have that attitude, you become in control. Yeah. When you're blaming, 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 you're literally out of control. Oh, why did the car crash itself? Bitch, because you didn't have your hands on the steering wheel. You know, mm-hmm. get your hands on the wheel and you have control. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta take ownership at the end of the day. Like what you see in your feed is, is up to you. And I also feel like there's this, there's this common thing where we, when someone posts something we disagree with, we instantly personalize it. And it's like, it's directed instantly at us. And then we want to like shut down their ability to talk. And we gotta be able to have healthy dialogues with people, especially mm-hmm. people we disagree with. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means Build more empathy. We got to have more empathy for people um, online, even people that we feel like are so backwards, mm-hmm. right? And you know, the last year, everything with Corona and the election and the riots and the like, everything is so emotionally intense for all of us, mm-hmm. right? And like we were saying earlier, we look for problems, and those are problems that feel so overwhelming. <laughs> all I get are dog videos. <laughs> See, you're doing something right, Tiffany. Um, yeah, like we. We have to just be mindful of, of what we're consuming and mm-hmm. and build the kind of world we want to build together. And understand that there will be a certain degree of stuff you see that wasn't necessarily in your control. It's somebody else put that in front of you that was completely unrelated to the stuff that you click on. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's just like being mindfully aware mm-hmm. that that could happen. Yeah. Like I've gotten stuff and I'm like, how did I get targeted for this? Like, because I know a little bit more behind the scenes and how all this works. So I'm like, how did this get put in front of me? <laughs> like, totally. this is weird. I, this is nothing to do with me or what I've searched or what I care about. And so, you know, you just move on. Well, you know, I think it's also be considerate about where and when you talk about stuff. So when I stopped being Mormon, I made a Facebook post to like announce my coming out of Mormonism. And instantly it was you know, hundreds of comments of back and forth fighting about right. like, Ooh. is Mormonism true? Is it not true? And this is like intense debates, right? Yeah. That was a conversation I should have had one-on-one with people personally. I made the wrong move. Like mm-hmm. I, I did not need to announce that to everybody. Mm-hmm. That could be something I had one-on-one with people. And I wish if I could go back in time, that's something I do differently is not make it such a, a public thing. And I think that the conversations we choose to have online need to be intentional. And there's some mm-hmm. things that I think make more sense to just be personal and, and one-to-one or, or, or more private, right? Yeah, and that's all a personal 
thing. I don't, I, I believe that that needed to be posted. Mm. I would disagree with you. Like, yeah. I mean, I can't say what you would want to do in your life, totally. but I would say that everything happens on purpose. Yeah. And so though it may not have been the outcome that you would hope for, maybe it caused some like turmoil or distress. Yeah. For some reason that needed to happen. And I mean, now you're making me question myself because I've had people to this day that reach out to me and say, Hey, I saw your post years ago. And that was really influential for my journey. And like, can we talk? Yeah. And, and so you're right. I mean, it's a mixed bag. And yeah. I think sometimes you do have to kind of draw a line and, and stand up for it. But I think the thing I would do different is how I talked about it then. Sure. I think I was overly combative, right? Sure. And I think I could have said how I felt. Emotional. Like, yeah, emotional, right? And I let my emotions get the best of me. And I think that's the thing that we got to maybe be more mindful of is we can talk about the hard things, but we have to be responsible how we talk about it. Yeah, and take responsibility for whatever the outcome may be, yep. too, you know. Mm -hmm. um, this where, is such a good conversation. Where do you foresee social media heading in the next decade? Oh, it's going to get wacky. I think the lines between reality and, and virtual reality are going to become more and more blurred. Um, I don't know if anyone watched the new Bo Burnham special, if y'all are into then existential, Bo Burnham, if y'all are into existential dread and comedy mixed back. <laughs> that sounds interesting. <laughs> what, yeah. One of the things he said was, um, you know, do what's more real is the virtual world more real or is reality more real is re reality a, a theater stage that we go and bring props to, to create content for the virtual world, which is uh, actually more real than real desperate housewives. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say in our life right now, our virtual world is more real because we are on the camera virtually more hours of the day than we are not on camera. And we're sharing our And literally life. when we're not on camera, we're just getting ready to be on camera. Mm -hmm. Getting our bodies ready, getting our states ready, getting our sleep on. Our content. Mm -hmm. Right. It's trippy. And and I think it's crazy. It is crazy. And and so I think first we kinda have to are gonna have to start framing like is virtual reality not real? Is this a fake place? Because it's not. We all talk and exist there. And I think we're going to see more virtual reality tools that make those digital experiences feel a lot more like our physical, in-person, real-life ones as time goes on. So I think that's that's kind of the direction I think I see social going over the next 10 I mean, Apple Glasses. And, that's such a great question, though. Like, is, is virtual reality more real than reality? Because reality, think about reality TV shows. Just hearing that is like, yeah, that shit's not real reality it's not it's not real it's staged mm -hmm. there's you know i've been on tv and like i know on, on a on a show on a reality game show and i know that it wasn't fake but it's like to be there in real life and then to see it on tv how it was edited and how you make everything you know how they tell the story i'm like that's not all the way the full story, mm -hmm. but they've got to make good TV so people will watch it, so the ratings will go up, so that they can make money. Mm -hmm. So, is it more real? That's such a great question. Well, and I think to your point, like we are the editors and directors of our virtual life, yeah, right. And yeah. so, what's the story you're trying to tell? Like, who are you presenting to the world? And you can look at that as like people are going to present them fake, their fake selves, be inauthentic, and some people will do that. But that's not the choice you're making. You're making the choice. Who cares what other people are doing? What do you want to present? What do you want to talk about? Um, because you are the director, the editor, the actor. Um, and that's yeah, yeah. and you think about that for the virtual world, right? But then like take a step back and be like, wait, I do that for my regular life too. I'm the actor, director, editor of my daily choices of what I'm doing, mm -hmm. right? And so 
the things that we think about in terms of creating content for the virtual world, like this sounds so weird to talk about real life in this virtual lens, but it's all the same thing. Like, what is the content you're creating for your actual daily life? Are you, yeah. are you reading? Are you like eating good food? Are you going out and exercising? Are you, are you doing the things? Are you creating the experiences for yourself that are reflective of your values? Mm -hmm. I want to know the reason why any of you watching, how many people are here right now? Like four and six. Mm -hmm. I want to know like what drew you to Sari and I, mm -hmm. because there are, a, there are a great number of people who present what is not their real life. But I think that, and, and I could be wrong, but I would love to know from you guys, like, and, and, and just what I've heard from this community is like, we're drawn to you because you're real. You're just real. Like you're authentic. It doesn't seem fake. It doesn't seem forced. It doesn't seem, because this is our real life. We're just sharing it with you. Like you all just came into this room with us. Mm -hmm. And now just as of recently, this week, we have that fancy little thing at, at the, this little fancy thing at the top of the screen. And it's like, okay, great. You know, um, but this is, this is our reality. You guys are our family. We live and everything that we do is to serve and to benefit you guys. And so when we can bring you into that this morning, I went live on Instagram from the beach, just wanted to bring you guys to the beach. I don't know, but maybe I have some kind of message. Here's my thoughts of the day, you know, and it's not like I'll see people post, um, like, uh, Alan Lazar. Some people know at Grant Cardone's office has a, a Rolls Royce, like, like decked out sick. And I, and I've seen people literally like post stuff on their Instagram, standing in front of his car. And I'm like, man, like you're presenting so, so like, so you're lying. Mm -hmm. Like you're lying. Like, how can you actually feel good about it? Yeah. You know? So it's like when people meet us in real life, you're going to get the same person that you see on the camera every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes that's what makes and it is the director behind the organization maybe you're simply your own organization it's just you and your life but you're the director of it maybe it's a news channel who is the head of that organization and what is their intention mm -hmm. because that's what's going to drive whatever's delivered whatever's marketed on the external for everybody to see mm -hmm. um, so you have a choice yeah, I think this is why marketing and existential philosophy have this crossover for me, right? Because mm -hmm. marketing is about creating experiences and sharing that message, right? And so the question you start asking is like, how do I want to make people feel when I'm around them, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the answer to that question is like, well, how do I feel when I'm around myself, right? Yes. Right? Oh my gosh. And so that was my the intention of my post on Sunday because every post that we have on Instagram and Facebook, it's always like, what do I want other people to feel? But then it's like, Sometimes you have, like when you have a minute, which doesn't happen very often, say, okay, like how do I feel about myself? Mm -hmm. Shit, I feel good. Mm -hmm. Even if you talk shit about my armpits because I didn't shave them because <laughs> I got a rash from running. <laughs> um, but um, let's say if somebody's like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, you know what? May maybe I do have something that I want to share with the world. Could you give them like maybe like three to five tips on like this, this is like what you should do. This is what you should stay away from that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, the internet is forever. Mm -hmm. 
forever and like really think about forever because right youtube is going to be our legacy our youtube channel is going to be here a hundred years from now mm -hmm. and we're not think about the first photographs that were ever created right like mm -hmm. we have those mm -hmm. we see those people now and True. a thousand years from now these videos will still be around absent you know the world exploding People will go back, like you'll be able to go back in a thousand years and look at the family tree and of your ancestors and see all the things that they posted online, all the things they did, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you, that can be so paralyzing, right? But you've got to think about posting content as like, first, this is your legacy. Like, what do you want people to see? And then also recognize that we are in a completely different world than before. And it's impossible to be the complete version of yourself. We're always in progress. Mm -hmm. So don't feel like you have to be, mm -hmm. you know, successful yeah. or perfect or everything, you know, this, this, this end dream state version of you yeah. to start creating content. You can just be you now. Right. It's so freeing too. Yeah. That was it's my so message for the inner circle today. It's like, if you can't appreciate where you're at right now, you'll never appreciate anything mm -hmm. when it comes to you. It's so freeing too when you can step into that and be like, wow, I don't have to be perfect. Wow, I can have a, a couple hairs in my unibrow and like somebody's gonna relate to it. It's almost better. Mm -hmm. It's better that you're not perfect because when you guys see our imperfections, we become like our story becomes humanized. Crystal will always tell me that. Thank you for humanizing that for me. You know, because people will see us as like, oh, you've created all this stuff and you, you know, your bodies and you do all these things and these people. And it's because we don't try to be perfect when we're not perfect. You can relate mm -hmm. when we show our imperfections. We do it on purpose because it's important for people to know that they're not alone. Everybody has the same problems, different details. You're not alone. We're not alone. And it's important to know, like, no matter how good it seems somebody's life is, I would question that more than somebody who's showing up on a camera crying because they feel defeated or expressing a struggle. Not a woe is me, feel bad for me, pity party, like chronic, give me your attention kind of person. But like, a, hey, I'm in this struggle. I need to verbalize it. Um, you know, if anybody else is feeling this, I just, you know, I hope this is inspiring to you. Um, you know, and, and just being truly yourself takes away this idea that like, oh, do I have a thing on my face or do I have a booger in my nose? Do I if you do, you're like, oh my God, who saw that? Oh, I know that's happened to you before. And when you can like embrace that and laugh at that, somebody else watching on the other end is going to be like, oh shit, that's happening to me before. <laughs> you know? And so it, and then they get drawn to you because you're not afraid to be who you are. And it's so amazing to be able to step into that because you can literally just pop on a camera and be like, I'm really awkward and I don't know what to say. Um, you guys should have seen us before. Like we were not like as smooth. I don't even know if we're fully smooth right now, but like we were not even close, but it's like when we pop on a camera, you guys do our burn zone workout programs. Boogie comes running in. We could very easily be like, oh my God, dog, ah, get out of here. It's not perfect. Uh. But then what happens is you guys embrace that because we embraced it and you love it. Boogie's screaming. Oh, oh, oh. And we're just like, this could ruin the whole video. Or we could be like, oh my God, that's hilarious. Do you guys want to see what's happening right now? Because that's real life.
in a virtual experience. <laughs> right? No, absolutely. Real life in a virtual experience, yeah. I perfection's a little boring, you know? Like when's the last time you watched a movie and everything went perfect and their lives were perfect and everything was perfect? Oh like, yeah. Kind of boring, right? And just the things that are our flaws or our weaknesses, those are what makes us unique, right? And you can either look through it the lens of like, this is what's wrong about me, this is what's bad about me. Or this is what's interesting about me. This is what's cool about me. This is what's special about me, right? It's all a choice to view your life in the lens you want to view it, right? Other people look at their life and think I'm the most crazy, awesome person in the world, and they might be crazy psychopaths, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, you can make the choice, right? You make the choice, and no one can take that from you. That's the power that you have is to choose how you want to see yourself. I believe you also can influence other people and how they see you yes. by projecting a certain energy. Yep. You know, um, oftentimes we, like we say, like sometimes you need somebody to believe in you before you can believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. It's simply putting the thought in somebody's mind yeah. that you can do this. Mm -hmm. Even if I have a sliver of doubt, I'm like, I know there's a greater chance if I verbalize this and I put my energy into it, that you're going to show up better. Mm -hmm. You're going to believe in yourself more and that's going to get you another step forward. So based off of the energy you put into something based off of the language that you use surrounding a, an event will determine and dictate how other people respond to that event if your kid falls down boom ah, and you're like oh my god oh, are you okay and ah, you're like oops oh let's just keep going everything's all okay all right cool then they'll be like oh i guess i can just brush it off no big deal. Like how we respond to certain situations will also influence right. other people to respond a certain mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. So be mindful of, you know, what kind of energy you're putting into a, a circumstance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This totally is, I don't even know where I remember when we were at GrowthCon this year and, you know, um, Grant, he had a couple like celebrities there and um, he, Tyrese, who's an actor, yeah. and he was asking him, you know, just like, Hollywood, he's like, okay, knowing what you know now, what would you rather to, to be a businessman or to be an actor, right? Like that's how he asked, that's what he asked everybody, like it's the closing question. And you know, um, the depression rate in Hollywood is like always keeps on rising. So they were talking about, you know, what's going on in Hollywood and why um, you know, successful businessmen nowadays seem to be so much more fulfilled than successful actors because to be an actor, you have to be really great at stepping into somebody else's life instead of being authentic mm. with you. While in order for you to be a successful businessman, you the only way for you to make it is to be authentically you. And he's yeah. like, because of that, I would rather be a businessman. It's like, if I would have known that 20 years ago, I would have went into business instead of acting. It's so true. You have yeah. to get really good at not being you. And I'm sure that Tyrese and Grant Cardone didn't say that same thing word for word, but <laughs> that is like the takeaway message. Yes. So, um, yeah. Um, okay. So you said one point is, um, you talked about one point with regards to like one-on-one -on -one for somebody who wants to put their message out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we talked about, um, we talked about the organic versus paid. We talked about, mm -hmm. you know, you want to go to places like TikTok and Instagram reels for lots of organic engagement. Um, 
being real, not being worried about what other people are going to be thinking and, and saying about you. Um, I think the other thing too is get really solid on your personal why, your purpose. Mm -hmm. Right? I, a marketing mentor of mine once said that novices focus on tools, pros focus on strategy, and mm -hmm. I think the the flip of that for someone that's thinking about this through the lens of their personal brands and their personal message and just you know not necessarily marketing a business is what what's the purpose of your life mm -hmm. what what what's your mission what do you want out of life um and that's a question only you can answer people struggle so hard with that too it's so easy to struggle with that i i, I know i struggled that before right like and the reality is for me in my mind the meaning of your life is a choice you just choose and you don't that can change it can evolve but you have to choose something and then move forward with it right yes. that's what takes away the pressure though of what's the purpose what is my purpose so many struggle with that what is my purpose and it's like because they it doesn't in permanent terms or we think in esoteric nature mm -hmm. i don't need like you don't need your purpose doesn't need to be i need to change the world i need to be the next martin luther king or rosa parks or you know whoever it's what it can be a it can be just a small intention, a small purpose for right now. But the, um, I just mentioned this in my life, actually, there's a book that's called the happiness of pursuit. Mm -hmm. And in the declaration of independence, it says we have the freedom to the pursuit of happiness mm -hmm. or the yeah. right of, um, uh, pursuit of happiness. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, is the happiness or the joy found in pursuing happiness or is is there a happiness that you get from simply the pursuit itself? Mm. Mm. Right. And I think that that fulfills purpose. It's the pursuit. I have a purpose. That is what makes me happy. I'm not pursuing happiness. I'm happy because I'm pursuing something intentional. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And that's, I think that's where, where we get lost in translation. It's Absolutely. like, you just, just find something you want to do that can become your purpose. That's it. It doesn't have to be grandiose. I need to change a million lives. Like everybody knows our mission is to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, financial habits that have transformed ours. Probably half of our community can recite that because we say it all the time, but we're very clear on it. And the reason you guys are drawn to us is because of our, our clarity in our purpose because of our, um, um, I don't know what I was going to say. Um, but, you know, just having something that you're going after and embracing the journey there, just in like finding happiness in each step of the way, knowing that you're growing, you're becoming better, you're evolving, you're like, that is what, where we can find the most amount of happiness, I think. And as where people are on the flip side saying, when I get this, I'll be happy. When I lose this much weight, I'll be happy. But you need to figure out how can I find happiness in the pursuit of that thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think happiness is such a like fickle word, right? Yeah. right? It's, it's, it's tough. And like you're saying, like you can't wait to be happy because you'll always be waiting to be happy. That's Ooh. what society yeah. is. Right? It's like, Oh, I'll, I'll do this when I retire. And then you're retired and like you're, you're just overweight waiting. and you're sick and mm -hmm. you have nothing mm -hmm. to basically like just no track record. You're just re, Tired. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're tired. We're just tired again. <laughs> and then that's the weird part of it though, too, though, is like you can't just like sit down and be like, I'm happy now. Right? Like doing nothing also doesn't make you happy. So it's not like like 
accomplishments in and of themselves are not happiness, but also doing nothing is not happiness. Mm -hmm. And I think what you said is absolutely the truth. It's like we are built to problem solve. So find good problems, pick your problems, right? And it could be, like you said, it doesn't have to be grandiose. Maybe it's something that's like, I want to be someone that shows up for my friends. Mm -hmm. That's the problem I want to worry about is like Mm -hmm. showing up for the people that are close to me. That can be a strong, awesome purpose in and of itself that you can find happiness and enjoy in, Mm -hmm. or it can be changing the lives of millions, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But the, the fundamental thing I think is choosing to be happy today and content and also not satisfied. What's your purpose? (laughs) <laughs> yeah um my purpose big big question <laughs> yeah i mean I'm in, on my business yeah so my business is i want to help individuals and businesses grow that's simple i want to help individuals in my company be the best version of themselves i want to help the clients that we work with have their businesses grow so they can be the best version of themselves and um, and the purpose of my business is tied really closely to my personal purpose which is I want to help people feel like they can live authentically and be their true selves. That's why we- I remember when we got on the first call with you, you said that, and I'm like, this, this is guy's dude. not just here to take our money. Like he actually, this is our dude. This is our dude. Um, so there's this guy that I've been listening to and you know, like he's talking about the difference between like um, humans and all the other species in the world. And he's like, Humans are the only creature that are just never content with themselves. It's like, if you think about it, like an olive tree doesn't just sit there and say, Ooh, see that apple tree across the street? I want to be just like apple tree, that apple tree. It's like, no, the olive tree is like, I want to be the best version. Like, I want to, you know, bear the best olives that I can, right? Like, every other species is focus on being their best selves yeah meanwhile humans like are so focused on the external shit that they never take a minute to look at themselves and ask themselves what do i really want because it's like you know we're born and our parents give us these expectations we go to school and it's like if you're the worst in your class or whatever then like you're doomed whatever it's like it's always comparing comparing with your like to your friends, comparing to grades, right? So like nobody ever feels good enough. And I think that that's a problem in, in the weight loss industry too, is like, if you don't look like this person, then you're shit. Well, guess what? Everybody's got different DNA. Like none of you guys are ever gonna look like Aaron. I'm never gonna look like Aaron. None of you guys are ever gonna look like me, but you want to make sure that you are, you know, pursuing your best body and your best life each and every day. But so many people are so stuck on, unless I'm just like that person, I'm not good enough. And if you are always going to anything with that train of thought, nothing is ever going to be good enough. So you're going to feel empty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you chasing? <laughs> like, right. like, what's the purpose behind you even like working out? Right. Yeah. Like, like, is it about like, if I work out this much and then look this way, then I'll be happy. And then people will accept me and then people will like me because that's not what happens, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like you like yourself more, you like yourself more. Right. And and for me, I feel like when, like (laughs) when I work out, it's about liking myself more about being mentally more there, more present. And then all those things naturally happen, but I'm not waiting for those to happen to be happy. Like I'm happy how I am right now being the slinky green being, right? Like, that's Connor's a, super tall, guys. He's so sitting tall. right now, but yeah. he's super tall. And and yeah, I mean, I, I love what you just said about like like we're not like trees. We're not like we have this whole 
thing in our head of we're discontent. We've got to like figure out how to be happy. And yeah. it's the choice. It's right. a choice. Right. To just be your best. Yeah. Man. What, what does the best version of you look like? And then just focus on that. Mm-hmm. What does Pursue the best that. version of you feel like? Pursue focus that. On. And you're the only one that gets to determine that too. No magazine can determine that for you. Some women want to be a little bit thicker. Some women want to be shredded so you can see all six abs. Some people want to have short hair. Some people want to have long hair. Like that's up to you to decide. So what is the best you Lizzo likes being who she is. This is why I respect Lizzo so much. Even though she's extremely overweight, like from a health standpoint, it's like, Man, I feel bad for your organs, but what I appreciate about her is that you can tell that she's so content with who she is, and I respect that because in this day and age, you don't see a lot of women who are just like, no matter what, it's like, dude, this is what you get. Like, love me or hate me, like, I'm still me. And also, um, the blonde comedian, fat chick. Amy Schumer. Rebel Wilson. Rebel Rebel Wilson. I got a new tattoo. Said said it's for free. <laughs> it's a Mexican drinking one. <laughs> so good. Your yeah. Rebel Wilson impersonation is just on point. Have watched that movie enough times. <laughs> you should hear her Mandarin impersonation. <laughs> I already did it this morning. Native speaker. Yeah, I crushed it. <laughs> oh, that's right. I have to hear it first. So I, I can't. There's no way I could repeat it. Oh, of course. Video. Yeah. Okay. How do you say thank you in Mandarin? Yes. <laughs> Well, hey, you guys, for joining us today. Um, This was a really, really good conversation. This was so fun. Yeah. Um, Who loves Connor? Drop some love. You guys, you guys, if you found value from today's conversation, please just go ahead and share it. Um, You know, social media is the name of the game. Like, this is where we're heading. And you know, like by the end of the day, you can think about anything, whatever you want. But, you know, like we know that if you're in our community, like you have a story and honestly, shame on you if you don't share it. Um, so we hope that this added value to you. If you did, if it did, please, please, please go ahead and share it. Also, um, just a reminder that we do have our community builder challenge that ends tomorrow. Um, you guys know our mission. We're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. And, you know, you guys, like, we all have to do our parts. You know, like, we we do this for free. We show up for you guys because we love you guys. But, you know, if you're spending your time with us, all that we ask is please pay it forward so that together, all of us, we can make a bigger impact on this world. Last night on, I was on the call and, you know, um, somebody was saying it was Hanika that now her wife is starting to get inspired by all the work that she's been putting in. You guys, like you have a message to share and like it is your duty and obligation to make an impact. So please, please, please um, do your part to make this world a better place. If you, yeah, if you believe in the mission and if you want to help it, just share. Can I have one quick thing before we wrap up? Yep. I mean, I've been working with you all for about a year, right? Wow, it's been that long. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. You're right. Look, the people in your community should know, like, as someone that's working with y'all behind the scenes, like, watching you work on growing this community that you have, they are so focused on how to help you. 
I've never had a conversation with them where it's not come back to down to like the community. I've given you all ideas before and you're like, nah, that's not our community. That's not, that's not what people in our community expect from us. And I just want everyone watching this to understand how much you all show up for them and how everything that you two do really is about y'all. And it's really impressed me. And part of why I love working with y'all is you are the real deal. Like when they're making Instagram lives and content you see, I cannot stress how real it is. Like they are just absolutely in person, absolutely what you see. And um, yeah, when, it's when, we, when we've done ads, you'll like have us, like you'll help us structure things so that it makes sense so people can really like understand you know, a journey. Right. And like, we'll do the ad. And I only imagine like sometimes when people are editing these things, like what it looks like before, like I, I hope people laugh and like have a good time because you know, it's really, we try to make it as authentic as possible because it's so easy to think like I need to be perfect. But the last time you saw a perfect ad, you're probably like, what's the intention behind this? You know what I mean? But when you're like, um, when it's just real, it's just, it's real. And I remember actually one of our first conversations, long form content. Yeah. This is considered long form content because we've been on here for almost an hour. So a lot of people will not put in this much time mm -mm. To, to content. And, you know, you guys see these, they get broken up, they get put onto our Instagram. That's, that's their team's response. Like that's, they're responsible for all that. All these short clips, the golden nuggets that you guys see get put on our Instagram and on our, our stuff. Like they're chopping those up. They're taking these videos. They're chopping them up to deliver short form content. But I remember you made a suggestion. You remember in the beginning, mm -hmm. you said, man, I don't know if you should do that five days a week. Maybe you cut it back to two yes. or three times a yeah. week. And I said, no, nope. we can't. <laughs> We can't. Yep, I remember um, that. And you were like, okay, you like, you know, your, you know, your audience better than I do. And you know, we've always respected that of you. And so we, you like, we take the suggestions and the information and some of it's brilliant. Well, wow. I never thought of that. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. We should do that. Our, our people would love that, but it always is. Our people would love it or they wouldn't. It's not about us. It's what do you guys need? What helps you grow? What helps you become better? And so, um, I appreciate that. And you know, it's, it's been amazing what we've been able to deliver to you guys with their help. Mm -hmm. Um, so here's the good people and to building connections. I'm out of coffee, but I can pretend. All right, you guys, um, we will see you next week. Remember community builder challenge is ending and we're giving away prizes. We have a uh, a motion box and a sample box coming to the top winners who add people to the Facebook group. Remember, if you invite your people and they answer the questions where it says, how did you find us? They need to write your name. Okay. Awesome. You guys have an amazing weekend, not a week end, but a stellar weekend. And we will see you guys on Monday. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Suri.